Good evening. You've got the Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy. So, today, I'm going to tell you some stories about a place we used to party called The Bridge. Two stories. It probably won't be that long of an episode. But uh, I'll start with one about Robin and Trev. We took the old 79 T-Bird down there. We'd been partying it up for a while. And Robin was our designated drunk driver. I believe we started the day out at the farm. Shooting off the handguns. And we went down and there was a bunch of little city boys from... I think they came up from Edmonton to party. And uh, <laughs> they started getting mouthy and threatening everybody and we got a nine millimeter in the trunk blah 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 blah. just being fucking real big yahoos and robin kind of snickered and he says hey i don't think i put those away when we left walked over to the trunk popped the trunk open and sure as shit he had a couple of his toys in the trunk and he <laughs> Didn't even grab the toys. He just called the boys over that were beacon and said, uh, if you got one, you better pull it out. And he grabbed the tire iron and he slapped it on the massive, massive fucking sub box he had back there and said, because we'll play. I tell you, those little city boys, they sure took off in a fucking hurry. And we continued to party and quite thoroughly enjoy our night. Just a quick little short one. I'm sure Robin or Trev will uh, want to touch on that one a little more later on. But another one that I've really been itching about telling. And this one will show you kind of the type of guy I was at one point. So me and my girlfriend at the time. And I think my buddy Darcy and his girlfriend we went down there with. And I think another Dave I know may have been there. And uh, Darcy and his girlfriend, they ended up leaving before us, but we were down there partying, bullshitting, visiting, having a great time. It was right off the river. There was I, was I talked about the bridge I used to take girls underneath of, and uh, the bulldog and Zeb hung off at the bottom of it. Well, it was that area that we partied in. And this night in particular, uh, Darcy and his girlfriend left, I don't remember if the other Dave stayed around or not, but somebody was going to come pick us up, or it was right after, well, I'd had a cell phone for a while at that point, I guess. They weren't hadn't been around for too long. But uh, my dad was driving cab. He had a uh, great big old 80 Cadillac that he used as a cab, and I could always phone Dad, and he'd come out and pick me up. <laughs> but we were partying, we were having a good time. Me and the old lady started, uh, or me and the girlfriend at the time, we started getting a little frisky, so we went out into the trees, and we were doing our thing, and I kind of glanced over my shoulder once in a while, and I noticed a couple of guys standing there watching, and fuck whatever, I don't care didn't phase me and then all of a sudden these fucking assholes hollered out hey are you gonna eat that well all of a sudden she was done back to the party she goes well i start walking over and i'm like what the fuck guys 
Well, one of them grabbed me, and the other one started fucking beating on me. And I think they took turns a couple of times on who was holding me and who was beating me, but laid a nasty fucking licking on me. And then I just sat down afterwards, or sat up, whatever, I lit myself a smoke, and the dumb fucks, they started walking over to their car, and light bulbs started going off in my head. I didn't have any anybody down there I could trust to have my back, so uh, these motherfuckers aren't going to get away with that shit. I didn't deserve that one. And uh, they beat me pretty bad, actually. It was the first time I ever got my shoulder dislocated. I ended up missing two or three weeks' work over that one, I think. And uh, so they go over to their car, they grab their drinks, and these thoughts are going through my head. You sons of bitches aren't going to get away with this. So I start heading over towards their car after they walk back to the fire. My girlfriend at the time had some friends, so she was all right up there. I was, was going to deal with this bullshit. So I get myself over to the their vehicle and driver's side door is locked okay go around to the passenger side door well that motherfucker's unlocked start looking around and oh, there's all kinds of garbage and shit well I stuff a bunch of stuff underneath their seat and I lit it on fire and I walked back to the fire and on my way to the fire, walking back to the fire, I called the old man. I said, Dad, you got to come down and get me now. ASAP, no messing around. you got to get out of here. I just got beat. And then all of a sudden, I get back over to the fire where everybody was. And find the girlfriend and whoever was there. And I grabbed her and I said, we got to go. And she's like, what the hell happened? Just start freaking out. I'm like, don't worry about it. We got to go. Dad's on the way. Well, we got to finish our drinks. So I'm like, no, we'll just take our drinks and we'll start walking out to the highway. Now about this time, somebody screams, oh my fuck, there's a car on fire. Well, right about this time, my fucking phone rings. And it's my dad. <laughs> and he's screaming at me on the phone. What the fuck did you do, my boy? I'm like, what are you talking about, dad? What in the fuck did you do? There's police cars flying down, blowing past me on the highway. Fire trucks. What in the fuck did you do? I'm like, nothing, dad. Just get down here and get me the fuck out of here. So we get up to the highway and... Fire trucks are pulling in and police are pulling in and trying to get everybody out of there. And they asked if I had a ride out. And I said, yeah, my dad's on the way out here with his cab. Well, I'm getting out there and I'm going to stand and wait for him. And then some guy starts screaming, it was him. That was our car. Oh, fuck you, buddy. You deserved it. But anyways, dad gets there to pick us up. My girlfriend, she's got this long leather jacket on covered in mud and dad's car was immaculate i'm leaking blood all over and <laughs> just fucking wasted dad looks at me pops the trunk tells me to get her to throw her jacket in the trunk she won't do it i put the booze in i take the jacket off of her throw it in the trunk 
Zod's screaming at me, you better not bleed in my bleed on my fucking car. <laughs> and so we pile in and we're about three quarters of the way back to town. And dad looks over his shoulder at me in the back seat and goes, they fucked with the wrong guy tonight, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. I was a bit of a crazy cunt back then. But did what I had to do, just like I still will. You got to protect yourself and protect your own, right? Oh, what else can I uh, touch on on that for parties out of the bridge? Most of them were relatively tame. Oh, except for the night my one buddy decided he was going to jump into the fucking river and go for a swim and was so fucking out of it. He uh, <laughs> jumped in, went for a swim, got himself lost, climbed out of the river, went up the river bank. And made a phone call to, for somebody to come pick him up because he had no fucking clue where he was. And then <laughs> I haven't really told too much about my mom. She's been gone now for 13 years, I think. She was a pretty important part of my life. But... uh Back in that first bar I ever worked in, in the basement of that scummy, scummy hotel that's, like I said, no longer standing there. I was bouncing there the one night, and this one guy comes running over, and he was pretty well known for not not hiding from nobody or not fucking around and just smashing guys out or whatever if anything was going on. He was just one of them. Well, he comes running over. Dave, Dave, you gotta help. You gotta help. I'm like, what the hell's going on, Fred? He says, this big red-headed bitch, she's coming at me and she just won't leave me alone. She's grabbing at my cock and just will not leave me alone. Won't take the hint. You gotta fucking tell her to leave me alone. So, all right, Fred, where is she? And he points. And I just burst out fucking laughing. Looked at it for Ed and he's like, what are you laughing about, asshole? I said, you're on your own, man. That's my mom. <laughs> I don't think I ever seen that motherfucker leave the bar so fast in my life. There's another time. We were out being shitheads and somehow acquired a big SUV. And got the bright idea that we wanted to see if a vehicle would blow up as it hit the bank going over a cliff. So we figured we'd help it out. And uh, we loaded a little bit of diesel into it and a little bit of gas. And, uh, a buddy I was with, we'll call him Kapal. That was a nickname we gave for him that kind of stuck. <laughs> but now I call him the bionic hillbilly because he messed up his leg pretty bad and uh we did that to this thing got it right down by the riverbank and the cliff was probably about 75 feet uh, he reached in after the window was down and we had that thing running and had the, the snow brush shoved on the the gas pedal i don't remember what he did to hit to push the brake 
but he used something to push the brake and slammed her into drive. And that fucking big SUV went over and nosedived. And not like in the movies, they don't blow up. Even with all that extra gas and shit, there was a little bit of a from the extra gas and stuff inside the cab of it, but no big nasty explosion. But that's just a couple uh, short ones here. It's a little bit of a shorter episode. It kind of gives you a little bit of a taste into some of the fucked up shit that went on. I know some of you are laughing at that. Uh, the, 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 the guys that beat me and I burnt their car. It's fuck them. But as I always say. Don't walk a mile in my shoes, because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you'll understand why. I am a messed up northern boy, and these are my tales.